know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time. It's time. Ball Junk episode 12. Man, the Dirty Dozen episode. I can't believe we reached episode 12. I'm the gas man alongside Frankie Knuckles. Frank, say hello. Hello. <laughs> How Merry are you? Cr- Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to all the listeners. Happy Hanukkah. It's a very special holiday episode. It is a special holiday junk. episode. We we This is our second annual Christmas themed episode where we celebrate all holidays from all denominations and all religions. But out of all the holidays, it's the balliest. You've yes. got balls on Christmas trees. Yep. Not you, much else, but lots of balls on yep. Christmas trees. Yep. Snowballs, yep. snowmen are a stacking of balls. Yes. That's usually three. There's lots of balls yeah. going on. You've got a you've got a tree of gifts there. Well that's uh my mom's birthday present, which she left oh. here after her party and oh. still has not claimed. So, All right. The money tree. That's okay. Uh, are those condoms that the money is in? No, those are toonies in, okay. uh, in small sacks. Oh, in small sacks. I see. Sacks. There you go. And you've got, uh, you've got the menorah lit. That's great. Celebrating yes. uh, Hanukkah. And uh, what do you have for Kwanzaa in here? Uh, Anything? Calibri for 32X. Nice. <laughs> it's nice. classic Kwanzaa. It's good, you know. We begins with a K. We we uh, appreciate and support everything here at Ball Junk because everybody's got balls, right? Almost, almost. Not everybody. Important people don't have balls too. Lots of people. Don't. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. We don't judge. So, like, what what else is going on with you? I haven't seen uh, you in about a month. Not a whole lot. Basement's done. It is Life's done. Life's good. It's good. Yeah, I just really, you know, I'm waiting for that Christmas holiday. Back to the daily grind at work. Yeah. It's been an adjustment, so looking forward. But to working it. is nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's just, you know, having worked at home and then going back to an office job, you got to get back into the routine. It's yep. almost there. Looking forward to couple of weeks off of doing nothing is uh is your do you have a desk in an office oh uh, yeah 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 is it by we the, share an office is uh, it by the copy machine no that'd be that'd be awesome why well because then you could say hello yeah, to everybody that comes in yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we got our own little private office so that's it's nice. good how many people three three one desk no nope. we each have our own nice do you have like trinkets on your desk not really not no. yet no they're mostly in here. Yes. Well, you you don't want uh, anything on your desk. Just That's have it. Uh, fun. No, I have. I don't know. I just haven't moved anything in yet. Oh, okay. Do you have any uh, posters? I kind of like. I like the desk to evolve over my course there. So I'll be at lunch. I'll see something that catches my eye. Maybe an inside joke at the office, and you build up through your tenure a new desk right. motif. I don't necessarily like carrying over previous desk entries to new desks. Right. Each desk is its own uh, special entity that evolves over sure. time. Yeah. I've got all kinds of stuff on my desk in my office. Such as? A um, couple of broken toys that uh, couldn't sell. So they sit uh, 
sit on my uh, desk. Which which toys? Well, one is a uh, 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 it's a dog that's in a uh, that's popping out of a Christmas present, and when you press its hand, he sings a song and dances. <laughs> And uh, like he sings, uh, what the what is the song? It's uh, uh, it's to the tune of uh, "Shout." Oh, I have a I have one of those. Do you? It's not popping out of a present, but I have a dog that sings "Shout." Oh, that but, was my grandma's. Oh, okay, no, but like, this is this is not actually "Shout." Yeah, it's a Christmas version of "Shout." Right. Yeah. Yeah. Same. And thing. he dances, but isn't it, it's not a dog in a present? It's it a dog, not in a present. Oh, that's weird. You have to check it out after. See if I it's will. the same dog. It could very well be. Does it have a springy hat? No. Oh man, no. they're just milking this song. Yeah, you know, just like the Bills. It's like, don't forget the milk and cookies. Oh yeah, <laughs> and won't forget to bring all the presents to your house now. Oh yeah, that's the one. That's the song. <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. that's fantastic. We both have that dog. Yeah, and mine's on mine's on my desk. And then there's a uh, some sort of a, a a cat thing with glasses and and then some Lego. Cool. Yeah, that's all. Nothing uh, too exciting. And then just take like a mini Christmas, everywhere. right? Oh, yeah. Desk. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's Christmas 24-7, 365 in my office. I love Christmas. Me too. Listen to Christmas music to and from work. Got it on my iPod. I got I got 200 Christmas songs on there. And, uh, keep on shuffle. I haven't listened to too much Christmas music oh, this year. I love it. Nor it. have I watched many Christmas movies. Oh my god! I've already watched Rudolph. I've watched Elf. I've watched uh, The Year Without Santa Claus, which I'd never actually seen before. But uh, me neither. We went and got all kinds of Christmas stuff on Blu-ray. Nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like Rudolph's my favorite, as you can see from uh, yes, the, the Charlie in the box <laughs> behind <laughs> that's, you. That's right. And uh, I haven't watched that yet, but I did watch Santa with Muscles, which we'll be talking about. That is our special, special review for today, is because uh, we like <laughs> to review a sports holiday film, and it is a um, neat. Like no one's made a good Christmas sports movie. No, no. I think that's an opportunity. It could very well maybe be. Uh, an annual family game or a game between houses at Christmas that people prepare for. Yeah. Tying the Christmas theme, I just I think it's. This thing's writing itself, or people will flock to this film. No, oh, yes. Maybe we can finish it and fill the, maybe make it in a week and fill the interview gap. <laughs> There's a big hole there for a comedy on Christmas, I think. You think so? Hopefully we get distribution. That's pretty crazy, that whole story about the interview. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. I was I would looking still, forward I, to it. I would still go. I'm not worried. Is it like North Koreans that uh yeah the government has come forward and said yes they're pretty they're almost 100% sure this was instigated by North Korea. Hmm. I'm not buying it. Conspiracy. So no one in Canada is showing this movie. It's not being as of shown right anywhere. now not that I know of. Wow. You could really stand out as the theater that oh, yeah. showed this movie. Seaway Mall Cinemas. That's what I'm talking about. So just do it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Someone's got to step up and play this movie for people. I think at this point, though, Sony's not giving it to anyone. No. So no one can even step up. But isn't this setting a terrible precedent? Yes. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. It's sad. What can you do? Man. Less movies, I guess you got to watch more sports. 
terrorists. Well, what if, what if now they say, you know, the uh, the Bulls and who's playing the the Cavs on Christmas Day? Is it the Heat? I would guess. I'm not 100 percent sure. What if what if uh, terrorists came forward and said, "Don't play that Heat Cavs game, or there will be consequences"? Would they cancel the game? Probably. Then so people could just do that all the time. Wow. What if a terrorist said, do not record episode 13 of the Ball Junk podcast? What would we do? What would we do? I'm not going to take my chances. (laughs) 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 But we'll see. It's a little early to tell. You know, they may make a ton of demands. And at that point, it's like, who's listening anymore? If If their next demand after not showing the interview was no episode 13... I'd feel we'd have to comply for my neighbor's sake. What if we just recorded episode 14 and just well, skip 13? 13 is an unlucky number. That's true. That's why they don't have it in, in, in the uh, certain religions or cultures. That's why there's no thir- apartments. There's no 13s in casino floors either. Interesting. That'd be a big casino to have that many floors. Are you thinking the hotels? Is that no, what you're saying? Well, hotel, casino right. hotels yeah. to all this. Yeah. Any hotel, any apartment building. Yeah. Nobody has a 13th floor. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Not that I know of anyway. They were just, you know, there's too many weirdos that are superstitious and, you know, you know, you know, it'd be, it'd be hard floor is the 13th floor. Isn't that almost the same as giving in to terrorist requests? People don't like the number 13, so we just pretend it doesn't exist mm-hmm. or do whatever people want because pe- people don't want the number 13. That's bullshit. But the people who live on the 14th floor, that actually is, if you count from the yeah, outside, it's, like they it's still 13. Floor. You're still 13. It's ridiculous. They should uh, have a 13th floor of just a storage area for apartments. It's <sighs> a good idea. Yeah. Or that's where they put the laundry services. And there'd just be the button on the elevator would be 12. Then the next one would say L. laundry. <laughs> and the next one would say 14. Then no one has to get freaked out. It's ridiculous. I'm and with you, hundred percent. It's our Christmas show. We're talking about uh, superstitions. <laughs> We've moved away from the holidays. So, do you? Do you, does your family have any holiday traditions? No, nothing out of the ordinary. No, that's good. Just family gathering Christmas Eve, my grandma's Christmas Day. Same every year. Movies on Christmas night usually. Yeah. You. Um, usually during the day I'm watching, uh, sports centers plays of the year because they usually air that, uh, or the year in review, one or the other. And then, uh, NBA and I kind of avoid my family. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I'm not so lucky. No. I'll throw it on here and there, but I mean, uh, once again, uh, Lakers are, <laughs> Shown in a prime time position on television on Christmas Day. People want to see the Lakers. It's it's all about ratings. I don't know if that's well, necessary. People, people turn it on for some reason. They still are watching. I don't get it. It's very weird, but the NBA is a funny thing. But we'll get to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Let's kind of start with the NFL and talk about what's going on with the season. We've got two more weeks left. Um, so many things can happen. So many things can happen. The Bills could make the playoffs. Oh, they could. 
There's a lot of teams that could. Is Miami technically officially out? I don't believe they're officially eliminated. So. There's a lot Pretty of things close. that would need to happen. Yeah, that's, they may, in fact, be. Uh, they're seven just, and seven, th- so they could technically still make it. And like, there's a lot of teams that could still make it. I mean, we in theory could have a seven and nine team win a division. Oh, I, th- I think it will be lucky if they get to seven and nine. <laughs> I'm, I'm expecting six and ten. Right. So, nuts. What a weird football season this has been. Like, uh, yeah, but it, uh, the one thing I was thinking about, I don't know how it could play out if this could happen, but the reverse of New Orleans at Seattle. Right. When Seattle won their division at eight and eight or seven and nine, hosted New Orleans, who were the Super Bowl champs, and lost. Now, could it be Seattle? Could very well be. Going it's to. Possible. Going to New Orleans. How crazy would that be? Yeah. I mean, uh, this season has been nuts. I mean, like superstar players just eating shit like RG3 and Colin Kaepernick. Oh, yeah. Kaepernick has been absolutely awful. Yeah. You know, and uh, the the highest paid player in the NFL probably won't be on his team for much longer. Jay Cutler benched already. I mean, like it's just... That Chicago team is a mess. I'm pretty sure I was on the record in our preview saying Jay Cutler is the worst, yeah. and he will never win anything. He's pretty bad. He just doesn't have it, man. I'm sorry. If you're a Bears fan, if you're a Jay Cutler fan, you should be ashamed of that, not for the they, Bears fan, to be a Jay Cutler fan. He's been to the Super Bowl, right? No. I don't think he's so. been to the playoffs in yeah, Denver yeah, yeah, in his yeah, first yeah. two yeah. years or something. Yeah, it's just awful. Oh, he's yeah, and then he got hurt in the, his first one of his playoff games. Yes, and uh, his backup came in and performed admirably. Right. But that's where the question starting getting raised about his, you know, if he has that killer instinct or the ability to play through like all great athletes do. So the Bills' final home game was last week against the Packers, which it was just the greatest. One of the best Bills victories I've ever been present for. So they've, got, they, they've got a good D. I mean, they it wasn't just like a, a fluke thing. They, I mean, even though they lost to Denver, you know, they uh, they made it really hard for the yeah, Broncos. They hung in with Denver, too. They yeah, handled I mean. two terrible performances to two of the best quarterbacks. Yes. And, you know, I mean... In classic Bills fashion, will it be – I think that maybe the most Bills-like thing – first, I thought it would be to lose at Oakland, even though they beat Green Bay. Right. But I think it might be to win out, actually beat New England, and because of tiebreakers, still miss the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. So if Because if, uh, New England's already clinched, and uh, so if they beat Oakland – Technically, New England could be resting a lot of players. Yeah, they don't tend to do that. But Bill, Belichick doesn't really do that too often. I've also been at a Bills game where they could have made the playoffs against the Steelers in Buffalo. Steelers played their second string, some third string players, and still beat no, the Bills. No, yes. So you never just—they have new ways of tearing out your heart. Well, I, I would not be surprised if Oakland won. This weekend, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't either. No, so but that, I have to be pessimistic. Well, sure, sure you do. I mean, uh, 
I think the Dolphins have a good chance to win out their next two games, but I mean, like, there's a lot of stuff that would need to happen for them to to move forward. I mean, only three teams so far are in in the AFC. Pats, who I did predict to win the Super Bowl, and they've looked pretty dominating. And uh, uh, the Colts, by you know, I mean, they're the teams in their division. Did you watch the Colts Browns game the other week? Yes, it was the worst. Yeah, oh yeah. Like the Browns, I picked them in every pool I had to beat Indianapolis. No way in hell they should have lost that game. Just no. embarrassing. No, no. I was snapping. There's a shitty game on right now, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. Tennessee, Tennessee and Jacksonville. Jacksonville yeah. yeah, both. What? What are they? Two and eleven. Yeah. Yes. Two and twelve. Two and fourteen. Two and twelve. No, sorry, two and twelve. Yeah, two and twelve. Right on their now. way to two and fourteen. And then uh, and, and Houston is a, is a 500. So, I mean, like Indianapolis, like. Well, they, they always just, they, have. They they've breezed. always been. Yeah. Even when Peyton Manning was there, have an easy division. Yeah, so they breezed. And then yeah, the Broncos have, uh, have a clinch as well. And they have a much tougher division. I mean, Yeah, but, even they've looked a little shaky yeah. lately. They haven't been dominant. Pittsburgh, my AFC Super Bowl team still alive. Yeah, Baltimore's still alive since he's still alive. Like who knows? No, I mean we're not going to know until the last week who's going to win that division. I don't think. Yeah, I could. Well, since he plays Denver, yes. Denver. So I don't know, man. I just at least the Bills have given me a shred of hope. Maybe you, the Dolphins as well. It hasn't been. No, uh, they. I mean, they were eight and eight uh, last season. I mean, they probably won't finish seven and nine. I mean, the worst they'll probably do is eight and eight. I'm sure they'll win. They'll either beat the Vikings or the Jets. And the and, and there was one point in the season where you're looking at Tannehill, a complete bust. Yeah, he's turned it around. Yeah, he, he's looking a lot closer. Yeah, he's to, a good quarterback to who they the, thought he'd be than yeah. he was in week five or six. So they, uh, you know, they 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 beat uh, New England. They hammered the Chargers. You know, they lost on a last second play to Green Bay. They barely lost to Denver. They barely lost to no, no Baltimore hammered them, but uh, they piss pumped the Bills. Yeah, but the Bills also beat them too. Yeah, so. so you know, it's like they uh, they had a few games where they should have won, but they blew it. As did the Bills. The Bills blew a couple of games that they should have won as well, mm-hmm. and but, won some they shouldn't have too. So, well, I, mean, I don't. I don't think. I think eight and six for the Bills and seven seven for the Miami is probably fair. Yeah, well, I I think the Bills fared a lot better than I thought they would. I mean, you didn't think they would. No, I didn't do this. No. I still can't believe yeah. it. It's crazy. <laughs> it's been a fun season for you. And the wet every game except for the one that was snowed out, obviously with uh, the huge snowstorm right. in Buffalo. Yeah, awesome weather for the home game. It has been warm every game. I I mean, yeah, it has been the best season for weather ever. Just absolutely amazing. So I don't know. I can I. The only thing is these bills they take a lot out of you. Yeah. It's a Sunday. You know, I'm getting juiced. I'm get I'm sure. I'm getting up earlier than I do for work to go to these games. <laughs> and what it's, time are you at Ralph Wilson? Uh we leave well and usually around eight thirty. Whoa. And get there by the time we stop for food and booze and shit, it's usually ten fifteen. So do you buy Food and booze for tailgating in the states. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, it, it's good. It's just that's a whole day. It, and like, uh, like I said, I was texting you when I got back after the last game, and 
the Pelicans were playing, and it was just I went I went to bed at nine thirty, and slept until nine the next day. Like it was just, so. The, do you like tailgate for like two hours or a little yeah, two, less? Two two and a half. Yeah. 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 And are there people already there when you get there? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. The main lots don't open until three hours before game time, but all the private lots or people. You know, hotels open their lot for parking. They're open much, and much anybody, later. You can drink and cook in any of the parking lots? Anywhere you want. It's the greatest. That's why if the Bills ever move to Toronto, I'm well, out. That's done. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, if which it, is good. I'm, I would, I think I said before, I would convert to a Browns fan. Right. It's not that far away. I would support you in that decision. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of the Browns, it was disappointing to watch last week. Well, I was, they played the the Bills before that. And I was like, we're seeing Johnny Football today. We will be at the first ever appearance of Johnny Football. And I was so excited. But when he came in, I was shitting my pants. I was so scared. Oh, this guy's, this is the beginning of the legend. It, it just, it makes perfect sense. He's going to come into Buffalo and ruin this. He did get a touchdown. Oh, and before that play, I go, I guarantee this is a rushing touchdown for Menzel. <laughs> and it happened. And I, it was just. But they beat Cleveland, we looked right? At each other. It was it was the most scary thing in the world. Yeah. But they yeah they, they beat well. Cleveland. So. But uh, yeah, he didn't look too good last no, week. No, so. no, and like like I was looking at some of the stats uh, earlier on, and he was like, this was the third quarter, and he was four for eight, you know, and with an interception. So he wasn't really even getting any passing plays. It was a lot of running. Um, so I'm I'm not sure if uh, um. They utilized him to the best of his ability. And yes, the NFL is a lot faster than college and he can't do that scrambling stuff. And, uh, um, I don't know if the, the coach or the GM actually want him to succeed or not, considering how much of a mess they've made this whole thing with Hoyer and, uh, and Manziel. But, uh, I mean, <laughs> I feel bad every time that he gets hit and like, you know, that player is going to stand up and do the money thing with their <laughs> fingers and, Try to rub it in his face. Okay, well, in the long run, do you think he will be a successful NFL quarterback? Yay or nay? Well, I would. You got to get I, on the record here uh, early. After one game, I, I don't know. I think he'll be. I think he'll fare better than Tim Tebow. I think, but right. uh, I'm fully in. I want to be. I think he's going to be a superstar. Um, he needs to adapt to the speed much better than he has. So well, I guess we'll we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, uh, Teddy Bridgewater is he's an NFL quarterback. Yeah, you know? he's all right. He's all right. And uh, I mean, <laughs> I I don't know if Blake Bortles is or not, but I mean, they don't really have anybody else. Yes, yeah, he's on a really bad team. All the rookie quarterbacks are not very impressive. So no, no, they uh, but they all play for terrible teams. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know the the last big uh, group of rookie quarterbacks that came in together. I mean, Andrew Luck is he's good. He's amazing. Yeah, he's and, not perfect. Uh, no, um, he is like RG three was good. Luck though, he is really lucky. Like, right. He he fumbles it. It just happen. It always ends up right back in his hands. I watch this guy, and I can't believe. How the yeah. ball always bounces his way. It's crazy. I think NFL defenses have figured out RG3. Yeah, I think he's physically yeah. not the same person he used to be. 
Russell Wilson is very good. He's awesome. I think Tannehill's good. He's okay. And uh, who's been good this year? EJ Manuel's pretty much a bust at this point. Yeah, and uh, and uh, yeah, I'm surprised at how far Kaepernick has fallen. Like, I just that team is just such a shambles. I thought their offense would be the thing that was good. Yeah. It's just so bad. I have him in fantasy football. He has been a complete embarrassment. Did you hear that? Uh, um, the interesting uh, comments from Bill Simmons about uh, what could happen with uh, Jim Harbaugh? Probably. I'm trying to remember what they were. He just he thinks it would be a really good idea for uh, him to go to the Dolphins. Really, I yeah. did not hear that. No, because uh, he thinks uh, you know Joe Philbin is kind of yeah. Done, but Miami's kind of that team that's kind of in the middle there. They they could be really good because you know they have some, they have some good players and they they played some really big games this year. And then bringing in a coach like that, he thinks that would be a really good fit. And uh, I'm all for that. Hmm. And make it more exciting. That's yeah. for sure. I mean, that's that's the thing with coaches. I mean, there aren't that many coaches that uh, stay for very long. You know, you can have uh, amazing success and get fired really quickly. So, I mean, uh, most most coach, coaches in any professional sport usually have a, a a short stay. There aren't too many that are there for a really long time anymore. I do find it interesting, and pr- I would like it more when coaches change teams. Sure. You get a much better sense as to whether they're a good coach or surrounded by good talent. And I, I think – seeing guys turn teams around on multiple occasions is more impressive than someone who just rides great players like sure. a Phil Jackson or a <laughs> some other <laughs> coaches that are just, you know, they might be good coaches. I've just never seen them turn a team around. Right. Are you saying <sighs> – I'm just, uh, just going to skip that Phil okay. thing. But no, and uh, what you said about uh, when, when coaches change teams, one of the most interesting stories at the beginning of uh, um, uh, the last year's last year's NHL season with um, um, you know the, the Canucks fired Elaine Vigneault and the Rangers fire, fired uh, John Tortorella. Yeah. Tortorella went to Vancouver and Vigneault went to New York. It's like they swapped teams. That yeah. Was, that was really interesting storyline. Oh, yeah. So. And look what happened. One made the, the Stanley Cup. The one made the Stanley Cup. <laughs> I don't know. The other guy got fired halfway yeah. through the season. So you, you never know. Um, so what, what is your prediction for the AFC North? Who is going to win that division? Pittsburgh. Yeah. Who does Pittsburgh have left to play? I don't know. I just know they're going to win. KC and Cincinnati. Pittsburgh. See, I like Baltimore because they're at Houston and home to Cleveland to finish off the season. And those are probably two easy wins. It'd be a great karma win if Cleveland beat Baltimore since they stole the Browns. Yeah, that's and ruined true. their playoff hopes. Yeah, that's true. Could be good. It's <laughs> interesting, you know. And then uh, who do you think are going to be the two wildcard teams? Obviously, somebody from... The AFC North is going to be a wild card team. Yeah, probably Cincinnati and Kansas shitty. Kansas shitty. <laughs> and then uh, in the NFC, we've got uh, only Arizona clinching a playoff spot so far. And they're on a downswing, you know? And, and they're, yeah, so th- they are they even going to win their division? No. No. 
Seattle's going to win the division. Seattle's looking really Seattle's good. Seattle's right looking and crazy good. Nothing on offense, and they're still winning. So I mean, they play the Rams and they play Arizona, so that's a big game. Basically, whoever wins next week wins the division. Yeah. So I want. I, I still like Seattle a lot. I feel bad for Arizona. Yeah, me too. You know, I just they had a really good team, and it's unfortunate their quarterback goes down. Um, but uh, whoever doesn't win that division, well, obviously, so Arizona probably will take one of the wild cards then for sure. Then if Seattle wins the division, I think so. One of them will get that. Um, NFC East, Philly's looking pretty good. I couldn't believe that. I when Dallas went up twenty-one nothing in the last game, I'm just like, you gotta be kidding me. Yeah, this is the worst. Uh, and just it's, stupid, stupid plays. Philly has a an easy road. They're at Washington and at the Giants. I think Philly could be pretty dangerous. Dallas plays Indianapolis and Washington, so I mean they could. Uh, that could be very interesting. What happens? They could end up tied. Green Bay. Uh, I mean, it's looking like Green Bay or Seattle at this point coming out of the yes. NFC. Did Green Bay win the NFC North? Detroit. I don't know if they can hold them off. Yeah, I don't. Could be close. Yeah, I did pick Detroit to win a wild card spot, so, so they got I. a chance. Yeah, we both picked San Fran as well, and that's over. Yeah, who knew though? Who knew that Kaepernick would be that shitty? That he's so bad. <laughs> I I did not think they would be that bad. I can't. I still the biggest surprise to me, and I keep way. I thought it would almost happened that Dallas yeah. is still playing well. I just thought this is a fluke. This is going to fall apart. <laughs> And it still could. They could still miss the playoffs. <laughs> I believe, but still, they would still end up in the ten and six or something like. Yeah, that is like insanely exceeding their season expectations. Yeah, yeah I know. It's uh, cowboy fans must be going crazy. And then uh, the NFC South. I I pick New Orleans to win that division. They they might, but man, it's I mean imp- Carolina and Atlanta still could win that division. And <laughs> I'm thinking Carolina is going to win it. I don't know why. I'm just getting that vibe. Carolina finishes uh, home to Cleveland at Atlanta. And uh, New Orleans uh, home to Atlanta, then at Tampa Bay. So That's <laughs> so gross. Yeah. I think all these teams are finishing the season against garbage teams. So that's why, I mean, this is very interesting. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glued to my seat on Sunday afternoon. Well, both sports I care about the most uh nba and nfl just the the conference disparity is ridiculous yes and it i know every there's been tons of things lobbying for you know in this day and age with the travel being what it is it's not the same when we had divisions in the old days for travel right like it should be all the teams together who's the best team and i i mean it's tough to disagree with that i just no, i know I, I always just hated that there's this natural imbalance in sports. And I mean, I'm looking at now the Pelicans are in like the worst division, the hardest division I've ever seen in my life. And it's like, well, we'll, we'll get to I the know, NBA. but I mean, just in general, yeah. I don't know. I think football has the best division system. I, I think even though we're seeing the shitty uh, AFC or NFC South, but at least the rivalries are, well, yeah, I mean, are huge, and and they're all shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, it works for the NFL. For other sports, I'm, I'm not so sure. I mean, the 
the the AFC South is really the only division where there isn't at least two teams battling it out. Yep. So that's good. So who's your pick to come out of the AFC? Still, I'm sticking with my Pittsburgh versus Seattle. Pittsburgh, Seattle, you're sticking with? Do you, I, I know I picked New England. Did I pick Seattle or did I pick Green Bay? I'm not sure. I don't remember. I think Green I, Bay. I might have picked that. I don't think Pittsburgh's coming out of the AFC. I suppose you never know. How, well, right? now, how bold of a prediction would that have been? It, if it, I call well, that? it still was a bold prediction. <laughs> Whether you're right or wrong, it was still bold. <laughs> a, nothing right, so, more nothing more satisfying than a bold, accurate prediction. That's true. So jumping into the NBA. Speaking well, of breaking uh, news today, before you got here, I don't know if you saw. Did the Rondo trade happen? It is official. To Dallas. Dallas. Man, that's bad for you. I know. <laughs> Dallas, although, you know what? I'm not so, I think it's good. Dallas, the way they were, they were consistent. I don't think they were amazing, but I couldn't see them like going on a a huge down downward spiral from where they were. Right. I'm just hoping that Rondo is just the wrench. They throw it in and it breaks everything, and maybe... It, I I just I don't think uh, a team that has Dirk uh, is going to fall apart like that. Yeah, it is tough when the refs give him every call, but on top of that, Monte Ellis has played out of his mind. Yeah, and I've I, I don't know they are the weirdest team to me. And I I looked at him before the season I'm like this. How does this work? I don't yeah. even understand how it works. I know, and they just keep scoring. And I, I saw that. Uh, um, who's the the big uh, NBA scoop guy for Yahoo? What's his name? Adrian Warren. Yeah. Warren. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, there was some sort of a a, a Boston Lakers Knicks three team trade that was ready to go, and the Lakers and the Knicks balked at it at the end. Yeah, I assumed when I saw Lakers involved, I would have assumed that maybe it was for Randall. If they're like really intent on winning, but I, I would assume it would good. be. I, I thought Nash's expiring would be part of the deal somehow. Could be, yeah. But yeah, it looks like he's going to Dallas. Yeah, the West just got a little worse for you, for me, for you. Um, so let's talk about the West. The West has. I mean, I know you you think something might happen with Dallas, but they have seven really good teams, like really good basketball teams. I would say eight. <laughs> Who's the eighth? Oklahoma City. Well, they're not there yet. They are. They've won seven in a row. Well, yeah, like, I know. I know. It, that there's a big difference when that when when that happens. But uh, I was like, oh well, they're going to have to go forty two and fourteen to to finish the season. I mean, they're making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have to be. I could have told you at any point they would make the playoffs. So do you think as soon as Westbrook came back on time? Right. You don't think there's a four-team race? The for league the will not allow that team not to make the playoffs. Right. There's too much star power on that team. It was probably and in the the sickest thing of all, it worked out amazing for them. Sure. All their not great players got valuable minutes. They had to make big shots and play and, and get way more looks than they would watching those other two guys shoot shots for an entire game. So at least now, if they do get the ball by some miracle in one of those games, they might actually make the shot or have right. the confidence to make those shots. So barring any unforeseen injuries, you think the West is the West's top eight is, is pretty much set for the rest of the season. 
Well, right now the Pelicans are in, so... But Oklahoma City's behind <laughs> yeah, I'm them. Just, <laughs> right. Pelicans are not making playoffs. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. But, I mean, on a positive thing for you, but it's almost like a 99% chance, unless Davis gets hurt, that the Pelicans will have a much better season than the Lakers. Yes. That's yeah. got to be something for you. You know what, though? The Lakers, I, I'll give them a little credit. They haven't folded or tanked. Like, no. Even though I cannot believe when I watch their games, the plugs that are making these shots for yeah. them. It's, it's insane. Got, I see some of these the shots side. go in, and I just imagine the other team is just looking at each other like, are you fucking kidding me? No, no, Jordan I know. Hill is just like no. five shots in a row. I mean, I, I know every, you know, like Swaggy P is going to have like three shots per game that go in that probably shouldn't ever go in, which is why he's got that stupid nickname. But, uh, and uh, you know, and Kobe's going to take his thirty-seven shots and get his thirty points a game. And uh, but yeah, like there are players on that court that should not even be in the NBA. Yeah, I mean, if out of all the teams, I know everyone, oh Philadelphia, blah blah blah. There aren't many teams. The Lakers might be the top when if I if you were in the NBA and you lost to a team, that might be the most embarrassing team to lose to. The Lakers, yeah, it could be just because I. Theoretically, Kobe's going to get his, but yeah. if you're, you can double team him, do something, and they've beaten good teams. I know it's, they it's, beat the Raptors, they beat the Spurs. I'll, I watched the Raptors game. That was when Kobe had a triple double that yeah. game. Right? He was awesome. I'll I'll say this: when he wants to pass, he has some amazing passes. <laughs> he also has some passes that are like he's he gets sure. a little he gets a little too playground, right? Like he tries to do. The most fancy pass, yes. But for the most part, he is a fun passer to watch when he's trying to pass. And there's nothing more frustrating than watch him, like, just chuck stuff at the end of the game. They almost blew it at the end too. They were, oh yeah. That's you know, most of the time they do blow it towards the end. I mean, yeah. there are games that they often have leads in the fourth, and and then they just get outscored by twenty five points. Yeah, it just sucks with Randall going out yeah. and Jabari Parker. Yeah, man, that, that, this year's rookie class, everybody's getting hurt. That's, uh, I mean, if it wasn't for the West, this would be the lamest season ever. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was just, what a shame that Parker got hurt, too. But, uh, yeah, and, and I'm actually kind of glad that, because uh, there aren't that many people that are talking about the upcoming players in the, in the next draft. Just the one kid from Duke. People are talking about, but that's like that pretty o- much Okafor it. Or? Yeah. So, because the the Lakers are going to lose this pick unless they have a top five pick, and I think they're 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 actually playing themselves into like that seventh or eighth pick, pretty much. And you know, it is what it is. Um, I mean, if they if they didn't lose it this year, they would automatically lose it next year, whether they had the first overall pick or not. And uh, I think next season is also going to be a bad year for the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, we will have a junk mail about this too, but I, I'd always rather my team tried than no. I I think definitely Kobe is trying. Yeah, <laughs> he just he's not. I don't think he would ever accept not playing as hard as he possibly could. Now I read an article or just a headline recently that had the hints of Kobe's first. Like he was yelling at guys at practice. Oh, yeah. and calling them soft. soft. Oh yeah. Are we on the way to the blow up? Is, like where he just snaps on snow. No, no, I just, I mean, uh, he's just, I, I think he's just, you know, like uh, 
beside himself with what uh, the the players on the on who he has to play with. You know, I think at some point for an episode, I just thought of this: we should break down Kobe's rap album. Maybe <laughs> maybe do it like a basketball rappers episode where we listen to a few cuts and. It's probably not very good. Oh, I, I well, we'll get him. We'll get Shaq. We'll get uh, <laughs> Ron Artest. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I mean, I guess you have to play in Los Angeles just, at some point. Let's just, get a, few, a, let's just to, get a few cuts and see, a, see a, how they sound. Album. But uh, yeah, so I mean, and it's you know, Phoenix isn't a bad team, and uh, Sacramento's playing a hell of a lot better than I thought they were. Would yeah, they were doing. Uh, they were doing really good. Yes. And Boogie, Boogie, Boogie got that yeah. viral meningitis. I don't know. I think uh, Minnesota doesn't quite know exactly what they want to be yet. They want to be terrible and yeah. they're succeeding. But Wiggins no, but I mean, like, they, they've, they've, kept, they, they've kept some veterans and that they didn't need to. Yeah. You know? When Wiggins shoots, uh, when, it's, when it goes in, it is the nicest looking shot yeah. ever. It tears the mesh off, off the hoop. I, I mean, I think he's going to be awesome. I love Wiggins. How's Bennett doing? Not amazing. No, I don't think I've only watched one or two of their games. I haven't seen any Minnesota games. Surprisingly, not on uh, free television. Yeah. The Timberwolves. <laughs> the Pelicans beat them by like fifty or sixty. That yeah. was one of my favorite games of the season. And then the uh, the East. I don't know, man. Like there could be like three. Sub five hundred teams making the, the Eastern Conference playoffs. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's bad. It's really bad. I, does, how long is Bosch hurt for? I, I missed. I'm not even sure. So he's out there at the bottom, like the bottom of the playoff seeds. Toronto, Char- Charlotte is completely falling oh, apart. Terrible. Like what the hell? Happened? So sad. Is it Lance Stevenson? Did he come in and just change the? They have that beautiful makeup of new, that team, new court, and they're just wasting it. That court needs to be uh, belonging to a good team. Speaking of which, have you seen the Pelicans' court design? Yeah, yeah. Did we talk about it last time? Yeah, it's beautiful. Anyway, so I mean, we knew <laughs> we knew Boston would suck. We knew Orlando would suck. We knew the Pacers would be in tough without their players. I say they will still make the playoffs. Easily. Uh, Detroit, Knicks, and Philly. We knew would suck. We both thought Charlotte would do well. I thought they would make the playoffs. Can we talk about the Knicks though? Sure. They are. I love it. I just. Cannot get enough of it. They're I, worse than all, the Lakers. All the predictions I hear before the season, oh, this is Carmelo's year. He's going to step it up. He's, this is. Who said that? I know Jalen Rose did for a fact. And a few, I've, I've heard a few people say that. He will never step it up. He does not fit in the NBA. No. I mean, he was like, I loved watching him play for the Orange. Loved it. You know when when he, oh, like he was amazing and you know he was so good and then uh, you know he had a, some really good seasons in Denver. He is good. I, it's yeah. not that he's not good. It's just no one would want to play with him. I just I, I could see any team quitting on him at any point in time. He's like uh, he he's he's talented, but he has he has the exact same attitude of uh, as Andrew Bynum. Yeah. Just a shitty, shitty attitude about you know where he is. I mean, like, I, part of me is really happy that he didn't sign with the Lakers, but I'm, I'm curious if it would be any different. Like, I just 
I, him and Kobe, they I, could not I can't coexist. see it happen. There is yeah. no chance. If Steve Nash and Kobe can't exist, Carmelo. Oh, Nash and Kobe are just fine. I don't think there are any problems between those guys. I mean, Kobe, Kobe's hard to get along with, you know, and, and uh, you know, he and Dwight had problems. Uh, uh, he and Powell got along. Um, it's funny now that uh, um, we like at times, you know, he and Shaq got along, but most of the time they didn't really get along. But now Shaq says that Kobe was the best player he's ever played with. He's, you know, like he. Well, who else would it be? Well, for a while it was Dwayne Wade, I, you know. I, I, I mean, and uh, but uh, you know there were there was a time when Shaq would do take any opportunity to yeah. shit on Kobe, but uh, but now he's totally changed. And but I just you know he's Kobe's just a a polarizing individual. Sure is. And uh, you know some people can get along with him, like Pow. Powell just must be the Powell's most. Powell's his bitch. He, he's just the. He must just be the nicest guy, most laid back guy ever. Powell? Yeah. No, I just think he it was the last season. It's like whatever. He doesn't want the spotlight on him as maybe we saw many years in Memphis where they did very good. But with him as the superstar, just not there. Which I think fits because he, right. he he's an all around great player. But how? What's Powell's stats like this year? I. I haven't, I haven't really I'm gonna gotten to see right much now. of uh, Chicago either. But, I mean, uh, I watched quite a bit of the Raptors already more than last year, I think. so. Now, are the Raptors a really good team or is part of their success being in the Eastern Conference? I think they're really good, and I was surprised. I mean, I've, I've definitely talked about this before. I thought DeRozan going out would help them. Because I find they play a little too much ISO ball with him, and they're much better when they're passing and like really like hustling on offense and sharing the ball. And DeRozan, he he shows signs of both. That's the thing with him. Like sometimes I, I'm like, what is this guy doing? And other times I'm like, that's amazing. So I was really surprised. I found that like Lou Williams took his place and essentially did the same thing rather than, you know, playing the other style of basketball. It's like, it is part of their game plan to have, you know, that one-on-one guy. And it's usually either Williams or Lowry now, but I, I, I really like watching them. I think they're, they're a good team. The Wiz? No. I thought you just said Washington. No. Yeah, did you not just say, I really like watching? Oh, you Watch, said, I really uh, like watching them. I really like watching oh, them. okay. I, I, I thought all of a sudden you flipped to the no, Wizards. No, I, I've, I've followed them a lot this year. They've got, they're what, 20 and 6? Yep. They've lost to the Lakers. They lost back-to-back to the Cavs. Um, you had to figure the Cavs were going to put it together yeah. at some point. It's still not out of this world, no. but they're... they're but, uh, they're pretty good. I'm just going to see here. Yeah, I guess, I guess Oh, yeah, he's got 12 rebounds a game. 18.7 points, 12 rebounds, two blocks. It's pretty good. Have the have the Raptors done their, like, done a, a West Coast road trip yet? Uh, Yeah. They did? Yeah. And how did they fare against those pretty teams? Pretty well. Yeah? Yeah, they, they, surprisingly well. Pretty sure, yeah, oh yeah. For, like, I remember they played Sacramento. I, I just know. meant like Golden State, Memphis. 
Spurs, like you know. I know they beat Memphis at home. I can't remember on the road. Yeah, I, they're due for some tough teams, though. I will, I will not disagree with you there. We'll see. Uh, how yeah, much, they, they how much mustard they can cut. They went out west, but I wasn't against the powerhouses. Are you impressed with the Hawks? Yeah, I guess like they. They had won. I I checked the standings one day. They'd won nine in a row. And I'm yes. like, where where did this come from? <laughs> and they destroyed the Cavs the other night. So I I honestly haven't watched them much. Dominique must be back. It must be that new logo. They went back to, or the old logo. They went back to. That's what you got to do. It's good basketball karma. I mean the only the only time going back to you know your original stuff that hasn't worked was charlotte <laughs> <laughs> but it still looks so good i know you love it well if they went to pinstripes they'd be doing well yeah oh yeah that's where they fucked up so out of the uh so out of the west all right so we we're pretty much agreed that their oakland uh, oklahoma city is going to take is going to make the playoffs i think they're going to win the west and then uh do you really think dallas is going to fall apart no, I, I, they'll probably get the eighth seed. So those are the eight teams there. And in the east is, well, I don't know. Obviously, I think Miami will hold on to their spot. And I think Milwaukee probably will too. Yeah. So who's going to keep that eighth spot? Is it going to be Brooklyn or are the Pacers going to come back? I say Pacers. Pacers. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Cleveland wins the east. Maybe Washington. Washington's a good team. Oh, yeah. I've seen a couple of Wizards games. I'm I'm really enjoying this NBA season. When there's, there's a lot of fun basketball on. It sucks that, uh, like, I don't know what's the deal with these ACL injuries, though, that just yeah. keep happening. Well, and in terms of, like, exciting season, I yeah. there's been so many double, triple overtime games. Yeah. It's been crazy. I don't know. Golden State, they drive me nuts. They Steve Kerr. I don't think that's it. I think they're the NBA darlings this year. They're getting so many. It's gross. Is it because maybe it's Maurice, because Maurice all the referees Spates, love Steve I mean, Kerr? If Maurice Spates, his name was Hilton Armstrong, he would be fouled out in the first five minutes of every game. I do not understand why they just pick certain players to target with officiating. I, it, it's crazy to me. I, I, It's making me sick. And Houston, oh, my God. they At least I, I don't like Dallas. But I, they play well, and they're they're fun to watch. James Harden, it was the oh, most yeah. it was the most frustrating. They came back. I can't remember who was against. It might have been no, it wasn't Golden State. But they were down, and then in overtime, oh yeah, it was against the Nuggets. Harden scored nine points in a row, and every time it was just him shooting out of nowhere. It was, yeah. it was the worst. And at the, you're like, okay, I hate this. I hate Houston. But how can I complain? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, he's hitting every shot he takes and he's scoring. It's just the worst. I, I don't know. I, he, I have a player on my team too, Tyreek Evans, that, and Manu, that Euro step where they do these weird, awkward it just it's it feels wrong. It right. doesn't. It just, it just. I watch it happen. And I like. Is that really legit? Something's got to be wrong here. Is uh, is Davis back yet? Uh yeah. He missed what two games? Yeah, oh, that's good. 
Yeah. Were you concerned when you heard that he went out with an injury against oh, yeah. the Cavs? <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean, everyone... He they is, beat the Cavs. Yeah. Of course, LeBron James sits out against uh, Oklahoma City yeah. next night. Oh, I, I'll play against the Pelicans, no problem. Kevin Durant hasn't played all season. What game is he going to come back for? Of course, the Pelicans but game. The Pelicans won. And they beat him, which yeah. is crazy. I know. I, I, I was... Felt so blessed those two nights. But the thing that I, oh shit, what was it? That I was really having a problem with this season. Shit, come on. It'll come back to me. But there is one trend that I really, it's getting on my nerves. It will come back to me. Sorry. Okay. Keep going. No, I mean, I, I didn't really have much more to say. You know, the uh, Pelicans. They got to play better on the road. Oh, I know what it was now. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Is PR. All they talk about is PR, the best ever, all this stuff. I watch every game. He is. There's times on defense, his help defense is brutal. (laughs) He is like, just seems lazy. I see like guys that are pretty slow, six foot three, getting to the basket and he's barely challenging them. And, he, uh, uh, he, he. If he played, I feel like he's not giving a hundred percent on a lot of plays, and he might be trying to save himself a bit. I don't know, but I do see flaws. I still see things he can improve on. I, I think he could be even better when I watch them play. Yeah, yeah. Fun well, it's season. been a good season. Absolutely. Fun season. Yeah, very excited about it. Uh, I can't wait for Christmas Day. Just you know. It's- all NBA all the time. Yeah. For me, anyway. So let's get to our review. Big review. It's very exciting when we do reviews. <laughs> We've only done a couple. And uh, whatever we do, though, we get really positive feedback on it. All right. And uh, I'm assuming it's mostly because of a, a good chunk of our listeners are Film Junk fans. I would probably say the majority of our listeners um, are familiar with the Film Junk podcast. And, and they like hearing you talk about movies and you some people did some people didn't i appreciated the comments either way but uh but when we do reviews like overwhelming response but uh just not a lot of sports films have come out yeah and even the one this year that's kind of a sports film would be fox catcher can't find it i can't see it yet yeah no chance i can't see it either what can you do there's not a lot out there no. And then when you think of Christmas ones, it's even worse. Yeah. Last year was perfect. Yeah. The Christmas sweater. Sure. Short and sweet. The hockey sweater. Hockey sweater. Pardon me. Did I say Christmas sweater? You did. That is gross. Yes. I apologize. <laughs> so the closest thing to sports that isn't sports is probably wrestling. Well, I think um, <laughs> the, what I tried to do was really, I mean, I knew there just weren't any Christmas sports films sports films because we looked for one last year and then we ended up with with the sweater but uh i decided to start thinking about athletes who became actors um and then uh tried to think of any of them were ever in uh, uh a christmas movie and and it always led to wrestlers that's all i could come up with i came up with three and, the other uh, ones were the two jingle all the ways oh, had wrestlers okay. in them, and like that's just, that's the best that I could come up with. But uh, 
and then Santa with muscles was a glaring hole in my filmography. Yes, my film. Santa viewing. with muscles, starring the great Hulk Hogan. And this was made in 1996. Yes. Was he part of the WCW at that point, or was he mid mid leagues? Was this uh, his attempt at he acting? Was the was shit? Was he there? Because he, he looks extremely lean. He was there. Yes, he was there. And this is not the Hulk I remembered, even no, from no, my no. youth. Like he's, no, no, that was that Hulk Hogan was 302 pounds. This like, guy is know. svelte. Yeah. Kind of odd looking as a result, he, not by his fault, just my mid, own memory. In the mid 90s, he, he lost a lot of that muscle weight. To, you know, oddly enough, is it was after the, the steroid scandal. Oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which no one was ever charged or, or found guilty of. Anyway. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so he, he was in wrestling. I'm pretty sure he was in uh, World Championship Wrestling at the time. I don't think the NWO had started yet, but he was there. And he was doing uh, some movies, and this was after he did that show, Thunder in Paradise. Oh, right, right. But uh, and uh, Also after uh, Suburban Commando. And after Mr. <laughs> Nanny, and after... Um, uh, not over the top, but uh, no holds barred. No which holds was barred. his first. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So those were uh, the first couple when he was still with uh, with Vince. So, but uh, the premise of this movie: Hogan plays a uh, a multimillionaire who is not a very nice guy and specializes in health products. Yes. Very concerned about caloric intake. Uh, his image. Yep. And he's a self-centered kind of guy. He's very self-centered. He's not very nice. And uh, he and his, uh, basically his employees, who are also his friends, I guess, get into uh, various types of mischief. Uh, and uh, he ends up uh, hitting his head um, and then waking up and he's led to believe that he is actually Santa Claus. Yes. <laughs> And then the the story moves on from there, and then there's an orphanage uh, uh, side story that where the orphanage might be bought out from this uh, uh, this evil um, developer, I guess, played by the great Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> and uh, he wants uh, the the land that the orphanage is on for some unknown reason, and. Um, has his henchman, yeah, and, one and with Santa uh, falls, fart powers falls for the <laughs> the woman who runs the orphanage, and then all kinds of hijink takes place. And and uh, does he fall for the woman who runs the orphanage, I, I or he does he fall I, for the girl? Well, I think he, <laughs> there's some weird moments where he, well, does, he doesn't quite. And Mila Kunis is in this oh, yeah. as a very young, uh, young girl uh, oh. as an orphan, and uh, basically the the story ends where. Um, uh, Santa realizes that he gets he hits his head again and remembers who he is and then realizes that uh, he liked himself better as a nice guy and decides to uh, help the orphanage and fight off the bad guys and everyone gets to live happily ever after. It is the perfect happy ending. Right. So uh, what did you think of this movie? Uh, this is one of the worst films I've ever seen. It was in my one life. of the worst <laughs> films I have ever seen ever. In my life. And I don't mind watching... At the beginning, I'm like, oh, this could be you know, so bad it's funny with him doing his rules. And uh, hey, it's Blake. Yes. You know, he's yes. Blake. First of all, Hulk Hogan's the worst actor Hulk ever. Hogan is one of the worst actors of all time. <laughs> he is time. so bad. He is easily in the top three 
horrible actors. Which, I don't even know who else is in that list, but he is awful for someone that has made a lot of movies. And the weird thing is, is that um, although the pro wrestlers who do movies are never amazing actors, um, being uh, a pro wrestler and be in front of a, a, a live crowd and being on live television week after week, you would think that you would get used to it. I mean, Steve you develop Austin's a shred not, of natural yeah. charisma. Steve Austin <laughs> is, is not a, a great actor in any way, but he's not horrible. Um, the Rock is not bad. Yeah. You know, and all the other WWE guys that only do WWE Studios movies, they really don't count anyway because they're, they're not... They're they're not really out in in front of all of Hollywood and all of the an world. Acting brand, right, and right. Take that next step. They're to doing being those actor. movies because the WWE doesn't need to really pay them, yeah. <laughs> you know, to do that. But I mean, of, of the wrestlers who have branched out and done other stuff, I mean, uh, uh, Jesse Ventura, not bad. He's great. You know, Roddy Piper, not bad. They awesome. live great movie, right? This is awful, and Hogan is terrible. I'm sure he's awful in all his other movies. I'm just far removed from him that he is so bad in this. It's insane. There's a movie. I thought, oh, this is going to be so bad. It's fun to watch. It was for about 10 minutes. And then it was just painful, painful to watch. And like the, the, the story is just, I mean, I didn't, I didn't expect a lot. But when it's revealed why Ed Begley Jr. wants the land that the orphanage is on is because it's over top of a crystal mine that conducts electricity. Like, what the fuck is that? What is, that doesn't even make any sense. What I thought, how much money did they put in to this crystal cavern set? Which makes no sense. It made it, no sense. And then the, you see, like, I think of how much money they put in there and how little they put into, let's say, Ed Begley Jr.'s mansion slash fortress. Yes. Where they just have these things shooting up. Oh, yeah. uh, fire, fire extinguisher stuff constantly for no reason. Yeah, yeah. The set design, they're turning L.A.-type area into Christmas, and they they put one of those Christmas trees on a lamppost like you see decorating yes. an area, and you get two coverage shots of that thing from both angles and literally no decorations. No other decorations. No. Uh, uh, such an inspired name for the city, Lakeville. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it starts off with like this weird, almost horror movie type font and yeah. the girl reading her Christmas letter. And it's just so bad. I, I, it's, oh, the worst by far is the elf Lenny. Oh Yeah. He's a horrible actor as well. And his whole, like, like everybody's character, like, is either a, like an insane stereotype or just the most ridiculous and idiotic thing ever. And, like, no, nobody's... There's uh, not a one likable character. No, and nobody makes any sense. And you don't understand anybody's desires of why they're doing what they're doing. Like, there's no motivation. No. Like, and the fact that everything ties together at the end, I mean, spoiler alerts yeah. here, they, Ed Bakley Jr. and Hulk Hogan both grew up in, in this exact orphanage, orphanage and they were, and buddies, they were brothers and now they're enemies. <laughs> and it's like, come on. And as soon as I saw the initials carved into the door, I figured all that out, obviously. Right. So obvious what's going on here. I mean, it's, it's, did I mention it's, I don't know if I did it currently 
number 69 in the worst 100 movies on IMDb. Oh, wow. Fittingly. I did not know that. Uh, I, I'm curious to know what's number 68. I don't know. Just wrote that one. That's crazy. That uh, Nothing I, But Trouble at one point was on this list. Oh, man. How do you feel about that? I think I liked it more when it was on I'm the sure list. there are movies on the list that I might like. No. No? Not anymore. No? It's gotten to a point where in earlier stages of IMDb, they almost just picked legitimate movies that would fill those gaps. Now it's like literally the worst movies ever made. That Is A Gnome Named Norm in there? I don't know. What, what was that other one with the... Not boog 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 not boogly um oh uh goob goob <laughs> go, go, what was that one goob goob know. is it goobly goobler uh, uh go, gooby 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 that's what i'm thinking of gooby <laughs> gooby <laughs> sounded like i was drowning gloop gloop gooby gooby i didn't see i'll do a quick check here uh, number 68, since you were asking, is Body in the Web. I've never even heard of that. Gili's uh, on there, which seems... I've seen fair. that. Uh, you were asking a gnome named Norm, which yeah. I don't think so. That's a shame. That should be on there. Because Norm do, is spelled with a G. Do you know who directed that film? I do not. I think Anthony Michael Hall was in it, though. Oh, yeah. Directed by... Stan Winston, his follow-up to Pumpkinhead. How about that? So you know it can't be that bad. No. I mean, it was just pain. I thought I'd get more laughs out of it. It was just utterly painful. Yeah. Like, it was It was awful. Um, I even tried to do something else while I was watching it. And, like, and then it ruined the other thing that I was doing. <laughs> it was so bad. And then they have the church scene at the end, which I feel like they're trying to capture the magic of Vertigo. Yeah. It's very – or the the orphanage looks a bit like the church from Vertigo, and they do the scene up sure. in the, the steeple, and it's just, oh, my – and I guess that's – maybe that's a clever play. Yeah. Like, Vertigo had amnesia and um, elements like that. So maybe they're playing in the same space as great filmmakers like Alfred Hitchcock. Like, uh, the what leads to him – finally remembering who he is is the most absurd thing ever because they're he's fighting uh fucking steve valentine that actor who was on that he played a coroner on some show with jill hennessy i remember i can't remember what the name of the show was now anyway uh he's a british actor and uh whoops and uh the um they're fighting in in the steeple in the bell tower and uh and Hogan is is gaining the advantage and like he celebrates like a knockout punch and up in top of this bell tower is this plastic Santa that swivels and says ho 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 and he gets caught by one of the arms it gets thrown off of the bell tower and lands in a passing garbage truck full <laughs> of soft bags yep classic Hogan classic classic Hogan so this was a horrible 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 movie do you want to give it a rating oh I would give it a zero zero absolutely zero but balls on top of this though this review we're doing a top five and a bottom five I'm gonna be honest I I could only barely pinch out three for the top five. Oh, I I've, I found some good things in okay. the top five but <laughs> mind you the good things are, the, are also bad things so let's do the bottom five first 
Okay. Uh, what's your number five worst thing in this movie? Uh, just the 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 plot at the end, how everything is tied together. Everyone's brothers belong to this orphanage. It is this cosmic symbiotic turd. Yes. Um, my uh, number five is like is uh, the first line spoken in this movie. Uh, there's a scene where some guy is doing some gardening. And Hogan sneaks oh, yes. up behind him and, and knocks him out. And as the guy is laying there, he says, never stop to smell the roses. Well, and, and then, then you find out later he's got rules. Yes. He should have preceded that with the rule number 60. Yeah. Never stop to smell the roses. Like, they don't even know their character when they're doing this stuff. Awful. Horrible yeah. writing. So bad. Number four. Uh, the set design of the, the crystal cavern. <laughs> <laughs> and the one kid who's, like, obsessed with these very phallic crystals yes. and they tell him to put one down and literally two seconds he's mystified <laughs> and just loves everything about this crystal and picks it up again. Um, when the, when the, uh, the crystal cavern explodes and the, and the orphanage <laughs> blows up, like it is clear as day that this, the set piece of the orphanage was made of cardboard <laughs> as it completely collapses and folds in on itself. Like you were folding a box bottom, yeah. like you were getting ready to move some very uh, good practical special effects. Yes. Thing. Number three. Oh, that was your four. Okay. That was my yeah. fourth bottom in my bottom. My four. last three are not that inspired, right. but Elizabeth, the, the actual, the, the girl who writes the letter, yeah, yes. At the beginning is just so obnoxious. Like, even for a kid, I just oh, yeah. could not stand this kid. Um, my number three is in the church, and Hogan is with that little girl, and they sing a duet together called yes. Angel Baby. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that is, but Hogan sings. Oh, yeah. They had some weird moments together. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I felt it was very creepy. Yeah. When she gives him a kiss on the cheek, he yeah. likes it a little oh, yeah. too much. Boner. Uh, number number two? two, Don Stark is Lenny the Elf. <laughs> when he finds it with the credit card, I'm rich. Oh, I'm yeah. rich. MasterCard, Visa, American Express. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful. Stuff. It's so fucking terrible. Do, I, I just, yeah. it's so embarrassing. Yeah. My number two is the uh, design of the, the crystal mine underneath the orphanage. Oh, okay. yeah. And number one has to be Hulk Hogan. <laughs> he he is the star of this film and easily the worst thing about this movie. Um my worst thing about the movie is the amount of times in the movie that they say Santa with muscles. <laughs> That's a good one. It's like at least two dozen times. Yeah, every time the news reporter this Santa with muscles. They refer to him as Santa with muscles. It's good. Awful. Top five. You can do your I don't have the. You don't have anything top. I really don't. Okay. I have three. I have top three. All right, so I'll do my uh, top five and four then. Um, the the character actors that they got to appear in this movie. <laughs> uh, my number five: Ed Begley Jr., Clint Howard, Robin Curtis, and Garrett Morris. Yeah, great casting. Um, number four: when when Santa's suit gets destroyed in a fight they make him a new suit and lo and behold it's red spandex like the classic Hulkamania character in my number WWE. three Santa's redesigned <laughs> his spandex suit great Santa with muscles outfit um, for my uh, my number three uh, when Don Stark as Lenny the Elf uh, betrays 
the kids in the orphanage towards the end of the movie uh, as the kids are being let out by the thugs one of the small children goes you're a Benedict Arnold <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> like a kid in an orphanage would have any idea <laughs> what good. Benedict Arnold was. Very funny stuff. My, uh, oh, is, am I number two now? Or? Yeah, so you're sure. number two. Oh, the one part I actually didn't mind was the, when he first becomes Santa and he has to, you know, have children on his lap right. and stuff and they take the photos. There's, I, I like this the freeze frame of some of the photos oh, sure. and the one little girl who's descri- she's like I wanna uh, <laughs> she's like golf ball <laughs> no <laughs> great I I mean some bad Santa is another example sure. get some qu- wacky kids on Santa's lap you're gonna get some magic um, my number two greatest thing about this movie was uh, Hogan's wig yeah yeah, yeah. full quaff oh yeah. <laughs> Because he's a very, very bald man. Yeah. And, uh, like, they tucked his long hair underneath that uh, that short-haired blonde wig. He looked like, his hair looked like fucking Ricky Schroeder from Silver Spoons. <laughs> yeah, he was reminding me of someone the entire movie, and I never put my finger on it. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, number one for me, just the character of Blake before right. he loses his memory. <laughs> and Love his paintball? His attention to detail, noticing, you know, his image on his... Uh, powder his weight gain powders and just always attention to detail and his rules sure he loves rules he has some great rules he's always testing everyone on his rules and i like rules and i like uh, a nice regimented you do society so blake (laughs) my uh uh number one uh the best thing about this movie was the brief 15 second cameo from Ed Leslie. Okay, I saw you tweet about this. Who who, who is Ed Leslie? <laughs> well, Ed Leslie was uh the the big guy that the the girl with the the weird uh uh, uh electrocuting gloves, okay. which was a weird part of the movie. She brought this big guy out to fight Hogan in the church and Hogan like kicked on the pew and hit the guy oh, in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's Ed Leslie. Oh, okay. Ed Leslie is a famous former WWF superstar. Do you I, know do you I recognize who it was? No. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Oh, really? Yes. I did not catch it. Yeah. And they're that's Hogan's cousin or something, isn't it? Well, they're brother, best buddies brother, yeah. or something like that. But uh, yeah. Like, it, he, he came I was like, "Oh my god, Brutus Beefcake." I didn't recognize oh, Brutus. Yeah. Wow. It was great. That and, was my favorite part of the movie. The barber. Yeah, like the henchman, the one guy is he, he farts. Yeah. His methane yeah he gas. farts and the one yeah, and the girl she electrocuted people with her hands. I didn't quite understand. Ed they Bagley, didn't even explain any of that. Ed Bagley Jr., his some of his lines are just classic. Oh yeah. If I wanted your opinion, I'd have it surgically removed. He had this weird <laughs> sort of second storyline that he was like this huge germaphobe. For no particular yeah. reason. Oh, uh, there's so much unnecessary yeah. stuff. You know, some the director of this movie just take some tips from the masters. Simpli- sure. Simplicity in filmmaking. There's no need to overcomplicate things. Just a simple, heartwarming Santa story. Too Such much. as Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Never seen. <laughs> okay. 
been told I need to watch that film, especially the remake. For weird reasons. Anyway. Fair <laughs> the, enough. The, you know, any... It's a Wonderful Life is pretty... Uh, that's pretty Not fun. a Santa movie, though. Yeah. Maybe not... There's not a good example of a Santa movie, but just any movie that's The Santa simple. Claus. Never see it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not necessarily saying it has to be a Santa movie, but just simple storytelling. <laughs> a character study of Santa with muscles. It doesn't have to be about an orphanage with a crystal cavern and a secret combination door and a bad guy with three ridiculous... They never, and it, did they actually explain the point of that weird giant combination door and how anybody figured out any of the numbers? It seems like it would be pretty easy. Because as soon you hear it when it locks in the place, you definitely do hear it. So just keep. Just keep. <laughs> I feel like that door. It was every time they turn it. There's a huge junk junk with the one I number. I feel like that combination should have been solved in a matter of hours. Oh yes. <laughs> at least by the kid who knew by who Benedict Arnold was. That's true. Very smart child, and yeah, Mila Kunis, one of the uh, one of the orphans in the movie. Yeah, it's definitely a black spot in her career. Yeah, she probably doesn't talk about it that much. I wonder if her and Hogan still keep in touch. I doubt it. Although, the guy who played Lenny the Elf was from that 70s show as well, so... He played... The the one dad. Oh, right. The blonde girl's dad. I think so, yeah. Right? What's her name? I didn't was really Laura, watch Laura, show. Laura Prepon's dad? I think so. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Mastercard Visa American Express. <laughs> so uh, bad. Yeah. Just, just terrible. So, final thoughts? Next, let's find another ho- hockey sweater esque. Something uh, better. Five minute. <laughs> yeah, this was that. terrible. I had way more fun. I would rather watch that 10 times than Ugh, this once. This was so bad. Yeah, disappointing. Well, yeah. I can strike it off the list. I've seen that, but I haven't seen. Miracle on 34th Street or Santa Claus or White Christmas. Wow. You haven't even seen White Christmas. What the hell's wrong with it's you? It's on the list this year. How are you not watching holiday movies all the time? What are you I watching don't got instead? No time. You're going to see fucking Exodus, for God's sakes. Uh, it's mandatory viewing. <laughs> and it's Ridley Scott. Yeah. What was the last good thing Ridley Scott did? Uh, counselor or Prometheus. Take your pick. Did I see The Counselor? What was that? Uh, the, you would remember if you saw the counselor, Cameron Diaz has sex with a car, which you would have remembered. I don't remember that. <laughs> I didn't see that. Prometheus was pretty good. Yeah. Robin Hood was not good. I still haven't seen that. No. Anyway. Balls around the world. Do it up. Ready? Yeah. Okay. So, you know, a lot of times when you go to sporting events, you see people in the crowd, sometimes they bring things, sign, foam finger, you know, uh, a funny hat. To wear, try to get themselves on TV. Well, in uh, in a European uh, soccer match uh, against uh, La Liga, playing against uh, Rayo Vallecano. I don't know if I pronounced them right. Uh, I usually get them wrong. It was a a grandma at the game. And uh, guess what she was waving to everybody? Waving. Yeah. What was in her hand that she was waving in the crowd towards the players? A Nazi flag. Nope. Uh, worse, worse than a Nazi flag. Oh yeah, for a granny to have. 
A dildo? Dildo! <laughs> Boom! Second choice! There you go. I think it's better to have a dildo than a Nazi flag. Well, I suppose. But, I mean, uh, not for an old lady. <laughs> you just touch your groin after <laughs> you said dildo and granny? No, I didn't give a scratch. That's an itchy, itchy bail. I mean, you know, I've been to a bunch of games where people have brought stuff. You know, it's kind of funny. But, like, if you were sitting next to that grandma and she reaches into her purse and pulls out this 12-inch dildo and starts waving it around, like, what was... What was her mindset there? I don't know. Nobody got an interview with her. <laughs> Maybe people were just terrified. Maybe they just thought she was senile or... Yeah. She didn't she know where she was. She thought it was a finger. Like Maybe she one. thought it was a... a You're a, number one. A plastic finger. She was telling people <laughs> that they were number one. Uh, soccer balls. Everybody loves soccer balls between uh, players or... You know, when I say soccer, I also mean footy. Football. For our, our, our fans outside of North America. Actually, Australia says soccer, too. I just found that out recently. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, you know, it's always, always you see them all the time on the highlight shows where the players get into these crazy brawls. And uh, so there was a confrontation between players uh, from uh, Lamas FC and uh, Chessington and Hook FC. Um and uh, I'm not sure which tier league that these teams are in, but uh, after after the first 27 minutes of the game, there was a big brawl between the players on the <laughs> on the pitch. Uh, one player uh, uh, left, and then uh, went and decided to bring a weapon back out onto the onto the pitch. Brought a pitchfork, <laughs> which he got from one of the groundskeepers. What I still am struggling. For what the use for a pitchfork is anywhere uh, other you, than if, a farm. Yeah, if you're not bailing, hey, I don't know why you would have a pitchfork, pitchfork anywhere near a soccer field, but there was one there, and he came charging back out <laughs> on the field with it. Luckily, no one was stabbed, and uh, he was set off, sent off uh, for the rest of the game for a violent contact and then uh, conduct, and then they uh, they just canceled the rest of the game. No place for pitchforks. Pitchfork anywhere in the bad sport. idea. Nobody wants weapons uh, in the field of play of any kind. It is original. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, unless it was a farmer's field where they were playing. It could be a very low-tiered set of teams that were playing. <laughs> could be. They didn't have an actual stadium. Played in Farmer Joe's field. Went to that big bale of hay. Grabbed that pitchfork. <laughs> uh, in, in China. Okay, so if you were getting ready for a track and field event and you're building your stadium, right, and you're building the track for the running, right, you've got a picture in your head of what it's supposed to look like. It's an oval, usually six or seven lanes wide for running around the track. Well, the uh, there was a competition that was, was happening, and uh, in a rush before um, the uh, – the 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 team who are going to uh, you know make approval on this uh, uh, on this uh, sporting event area were coming, so they had to rush to get it done. And uh, instead of actually making the lines properly, they found it easier uh, to on the where the curve of the line should be. They decided to make straight right angles. <laughs> And there's a hilarious picture uh, of it, and it's you know a guy running stops, makes that left turn, and continues. Right. 
That's pretty amazing. Perfect corners on a running track. Think of the damage that that would cause in an actual race. Oh, yeah. This is amazing. Oh, did you find it already? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just looked up Chinese running track. <laughs> Comes up right away. Isn't that perfect? I like it. I think it's innovative. I want to see that. I want to see, like, uh, you know. Like there are a, a lot of pictures for Chinese. <laughs> oh, there you go. Uh, I want to see a 400-meter race with right-angle turns. And you got to stay in your lane, right? I'm loving it. Yeah. I'm all over it. <laughs> That's a good one. And finally, the uh, uh, a lot of times in uh, in in, in foot, footy uh, teams in Europe, they have tons of sponsors, right? Tons of logos all over their jerseys. Changing you know. every year. Yeah, you know, the NBA is talking to have talking about having extra advertisers on the jerseys and things like that. Different sponsors. Well, the university team, the Rutherford Raiders, um, had uh, porn site Pornhub uh, as a sponsor for their team on their jerseys. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, in university, that's what a lot of people probably spend a lot of their time doing. Looking at porn on the internet, you get Pornhub on your jerseys. That's a proud university team, I would think. Unfortunately, got Ixnade. Yeah? Weren't allowed to keep it. But they played one game with it. Oh, they came out with the jerseys. I'm not sure if they actually played a game. But uh, the university spokesman said the team would be uh, banned from playing if they continued to wear their kit on the pitch. Reminds me of our, our intramural sports team in high school. Just to try to come up with some controversial names, most of which are so contextual, mm. they would not even make sense <laughs> over sure. this. But uh, yeah, we had to put th- through a lot of revisions. We tried Satan's Forgotten Children. Oh, yeah. Satan's Forgotten Children backwards, mm-hmm. <laughs> making fun of a, like the people who would announce the teams, including their names. Mm-hmm. Just a lot. We. We were uh, under scrutiny. I played in a lot of volleyball teams where everybody had, uh, you know, they tried to make the uh, the team names, you know, controversial. Like, uh, you know, having a volleyball team named Just the Tip, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I never really like to go that route. I like to come up with something original, Such something as. different. I mean, when I say original, original for the uh, as the name of uh, of a team, like uh, um, one of my beach volleyball team names was Lenny and Carl. Yeah, different than the rest of the teams. Completely different. <laughs> you know, always got questions. You know, what is that team name? And then uh, one time we named our team Sack Lunch after weddings here or wedding crashers. No, it's in, it's a it was a, a fake movie from Seinfeld. Oh, really? One of the movies that oh, I went nice. to go see was called Sack Lunch. And, I uh, forgot about that. Yeah. I'm not well-versed on my Seinfeld. No. They just you know, try to be different. I mean, like, just the tip. Yeah, everybody's got that. Whatever. You know. Team names. Team names. It is what it is. We're the Wellikins for basketball. I do like that. <laughs> I really do like the Wellikins. It's so, original. It is. It's good. It makes perfect sense. Like, do you guys have like a logo? Yeah. On What is it? It's like a, a pelican. With roses? No. Because of the Rose City? No, it's not that inventive. 
But uh, it's, uh, with a missing tooth, like the hillbillies that live here. No, it's a t- it's a take from the we kind of hi- hijacked part of the New Orleans All Star logo with a pelican in it. You should have made the pelican his face be Paul Bissonnette. Why is that? He's from Welland. Yeah, I know his sister. Oh, do you? Yeah. No. Oh. Unfortunately, their parents' house. Uh, the garage just caught on fire. Oh no, it's terrible. Yeah. Did you see the Fitch Street Plaza? Lately, that was a fire, eh? Oh yeah, <laughs> the uh, it was like not it wasn't a Dollarama, but uh, it was under renovation. I know that. Yeah, well, I thought they just decided to tear it down. I didn't know no, it was a fire. No, yeah, yeah, burned. <laughs> it, it sucks though. You spent a lot of money renovating a building, um, and then uh, goes up in flames. That plaza is a disaster. Oh yeah, I feel bad for that. It wasn't liquor for the store. liquor store yeah. and the giant tiger. I guess oh. people go to that giant tiger, but. Oh, a lot of people do they? Um, I like that liquor store because it's close. You know, it's not usually too busy either. Plus, they have uh, Schaffenhofer in there, and that's all I need. There you go. Yeah, love it. All right, I so, think it's time for a little game, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> this is a, this is a new game, and uh, just because of the recent uh, big story in the National Hockey League with the, the outbreak of the mumps. Which is crazy that that disease even still exists. Uh, when I was working in HMV, I had a, a Christmas uh, employee call in sick for a shift, and I said, "Oh, what's the matter?" And he said, oh, "I got the mumps." Like, what a great excuse! I mean, I you know I can't really say he's faking it, and you know he was original enough to come up with the mumps, <laughs> so I respected that kid. So, and Sidney Crosby, you know, probably the best player in the NHL, has the mumps. And that's a big, big story. So we're going to play a game called Who's Got the Mumps? I'm going to give you uh, 10 NHL players. Some have the mumps or have had the mumps recently, and some don't. And you're going to try to guess if that player has had the mumps or not. Okay. We'll see what you get out of 10. All right. All right. You ready? First one from the Los Angeles Kings, Nick Shore. No mumps. No mumps is correct. (laughs) So you you remember how many you get okay. right, okay? Uh, from the Boston Bruins, Louis Erickson. No mumps. Correct. It's pretty good. From the Florida Panthers, Aaron Ekblad. No mumps. No mumps is correct. <laughs> pretty good. From the New Jersey Devils, Adam Larson. No mumps. Mumps. Oh, shit. He's got the mumps. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the mumps. <laughs> That's totally Vince McMahon. The character would be like his name would be the Mump. Yeah, right. He's got the mumps. Look at his jaw. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> From the New York Rangers, Tanner Glass. Mumps. Mumps. Correct. from the st louis blues jaden schwartz no mumps no mumps correct (laughs) from the minnesota wild ryan Suter. mumps mumps nice (laughs) you're doing well at this from the anaheim mighty ducks Corey perry mumps mumps correct that one i knew for sure okay james neal nashville predators no mumps no mumps (laughs) Washington, Washington Capitals, Jay Beagle. 
That guy's got the mumps. He does not have the mumps. <laughs> eight. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. That's pretty good. I'm pretty impressed. I'm, I am impressed. <laughs> it was pretty ballsy going three no mumps out of the gate. I know. Just wanted to, you know, you gotta mix, mix it, it up, up a little oh, bit. Yeah. You know, but you got him. That's pretty good. Eight out of ten. Successful game of who's got the mumps. <laughs> All right, let's get do some uh, sack time here. If you want to send us uh, uh, an email, we've got a, an email address, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. You can also send us a message on Twitter, uh, at balljunkpodcast, or you can uh, send a message to either one of us, at Dirty Frank, three R's and dirty, or at The Gas Man Lives. But if you want us to actually see the question, send it to uh, our email or at least our balljunk Twitter account. First one from uh, is from Matthew. Hey, Balrogs. What do you think of the Derrick Rose controversy? Are his concerns about his long-term health reasonable? Should he talk publicly about these concerns? Go Bills. Go Bills, indeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I... So, so explain kind of what this whole controversy with Derrick Rose is. Well, he is... I, maybe I don't understand it fully, but he is hurt again. Yes. I, I think the controversy is that... Uh, He's personally limiting his minutes. Yes, yes. In order to not, you know, worsen anything or, you know, ruin his career in the long run. I, it's it's really tough to say. It's, it's coming at a weird... It's a weird position to be in. One, their team's really good, and he could make them even better. Yep. Two, does he make them better not playing at 100%? Is he? I don't know if it's clear if he's costing himself money in the long run or potentially making more money in the long run. Because if this is the example of his career, people are going to be less hesitant to pay him big money later. Maybe not because the the cap could go up, but whatever. It, It puts question marks around what was an MVP player at one point even though it is completely ridiculous that he got an MVP and Chris Paul didn't regardless, <laughs> not that season, but in general, the previous season, <laughs> but it, it's what team was Paul playing for at the time? The Hornets. Okay. <laughs> Kobe got the MVP. Well uh, deserved. What a joke. Or anyway, <laughs> he's just, he's, it is a weird situation. Everyone. Oh, he knows better than anyone, whether or not he can play. I just, at what point do you start hurting your own reputation and career by being hurt constantly? That's true. The the league is so good this year. They're one of the few teams that probably could compete in the East. So I, I just think it sucks if you're a Bulls fan, if that's yeah. what you're dealing with. Your best player, always injured. Sucks. I mean, I think, you know, fans of Steve Nash know what that's like. And he... The different well, one difference is age, but another one is he sat out a lot of time for these reasons already to make sure, and he played in the summer for Team USA limited, but he still played, and you just like, what is it going to take to get this guy healthy? Yeah, how yeah. long does he have to rest? Will he ever be good again? And since you, uh, since you always like to bring up Kobe Bryant, he uh, passed Michael Jordan. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Become the uh, third highest scorer in NBA history. 
Um, not saying that makes him better than Jordan. He played a lot more games, probably took a lot more shots oh, as well. Oh, definitely. You know, so, but it's a, it's a significant achievement. Started when he was 18. It's a significant achievement to be in the third highest score in NBA history. Many guys will pass him in the future. Yeah, probably. Um, I think a lot of people will probably catch Carl Malone too. Yeah. It's going to be tough to catch Wilt though. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah, it big time sucks to be a the Bulls uh, be a Bulls fan with the whole Derrick Rose thing. But your team's still good. They're pretty. Could good. be worse. Could They're, be a lot worse. Could be the Lakers. Yeah. Um, got a question on Twitter from uh, uh, Glenn or at Handsome. Should the Buffalo Sabers tank to get the number one draft pick, aka Connor McDavid? No. At, well. I, they're pretty much doing that on their own. They're, I, I think they're actually trying to play, but uh, they're still losing a lot of games. Uh, but they've been playing pretty well as of late. True. But uh, uh, it's going to be really difficult for them to be worse than the Oilers. Yeah. So, I, the Oilers are just... But they can still win the lottery. They could still be the that's third the or fourth worst team. They, they should have won the lottery last year and didn't, right? They like, did not. <laughs> you know, It's just not the way to go, in my no. opinion. Who did they pick? Grigorenko? Or was that the year before? No, no. Uh, that was the year before. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Reiner? Yeah, Sam Reiner. Reiner. Yeah. yeah. He's not even playing this year for the Sabres, is he? I think he's playing. They send him back? I, I thought they sent him back times. down to junior, though, didn't they? They might have. Like yeah. I said, I haven't following much hockey at all. No. I haven't even gone to a game this year, so. That's crazy talk. <laughs> um, And then uh, our last question here is from uh, Ad Gedra. Um, this is not a sports question. Okay, just to be sh- just to be sure, they should not tank. If I wasn't clear, right? No team should I, ever tank. I, I don't think any team should ever tank, no matter what sport it is. It's not good. No, it sucks because it ruins, you know, the whole ethics of the the game. Um, this question is not about sports, but it is about balls or junk. Um, what's the worst time you've ever had sitting on your balls? I. <laughs> Don't recall this ever happening, so I can't really answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't have low hangers per se. Right. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it now. I understand. Like yeah. if, if you have a large scrotum, <laughs> but, and if yeah. you're wearing probably something loose. Yeah, once in a while they'll get real loose, and you know, it's just a, a quick ooh, a, a, a jolt. I don't think I've, for an extended period of time, had, had a painful injuries. experience. Yeah, just a quick jolt here and there. That's weird. You? No, I don't recall that ever actually happening. I've got pathetic I mean, small balls. What can I've I been, say? I've been hit in the groin area a few times, and it's not pleasant. It's uncomfortable. Very. And uh, I don't like it. I don't blame you. Um, and, uh, well, that pretty much uh, almost wraps up the show. If uh, Once again, if you've got uh, an email, comment, or question... Send us an email, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. No question will be turned away. No comment will be frowned upon. You can also uh, contact us through Twitter <laughs> at balljunkpodcast or send a tweet to me at the gas man lives or one to Frank uh, at dirty Frank three hours and dirty and follow all of those accounts on Twitter. It's Just not follow. hard. It's not hard. If you have a Twitter account, hit that follow button. Will I follow you back? Probably not. But Frank might. It's, probably yes, not. I probably will. Pro- pro- I probably, probably will. will. Yeah. 
Mm. I just, you know, I, I don't follow a lot of people from the ball junk account because I'm focused mostly on following sports things. And that's kind of what I, what I want to get the information on. So if you follow the ball junk account and you don't get a follow back, don't be upset. Don't be upset. It's all going to be okay. And uh, before we get into Frank's favorite part of the show, the gas pedal, just have uh, one thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, tonight in Montreal, uh, the Canadians are honoring their former captain, Saku Koivu, before the, before the game. And uh, I think it's ridiculous that they're not retiring his number 11. They've got a lot of jerseys up in the rafters. There's a lot of legendary Montreal Canadiens. I just wanted to make a few points on why I think that they should retire his jersey. Uh, number one, he was the second longest captain of the Canadians other than Jean Beliveau. It's a big deal. Uh, he's fourth all-time Canadians in assists. He's 10th all-time in scoring. And when you think about the players that have played for that team, yeah, that's pretty impressive. I agree. He became the 10th all-time leading scorer. Um, on while playing for a lot of shitty Montreal Canadian teams. Like he was getting points playing with Oleg Petrov and Andreas Dackel and <laughs> Brian Savage and Martin Ruchinski. I mean, like borderline NHL players there. And uh and he put up uh, almost eight hundred points uh playing for the Canadians, which is pretty impressive. Um other, I mean, that's basically what he accomplished just as a Montreal Canadiens hockey player. You know, he won nine medals playing for Finland, international medals. He beat cancer. Uh, he raised $8 million for Montreal General Hospital and uh, uh, bought some machines that uh, helped detect Hodgkin's disease. So he's actually saved lives. And uh, he's just an inspirational guy. And I think they really should honor his number 11 and then raise it to the rafters of the uh, bell center. I think that was very well said. Yeah. I'm kind of curious just as a kind of nonpartisan bystander, why, what's the case against him or what? Are, I'm not sure. Um, sounds pretty clear cut to me. I think maybe cause there are, there's a couple players who are ahead of them that haven't had their jerseys up there. Is it like, because there's also other number 11s? No, 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 nobody. I mean, Ryan Walter, <laughs> he wore number 11. Scott Gomez wore number 11. Was Mahler number 11 for them? Kirk Mahler was number 11. And, uh, you know, just n n nobody really prominent. Um, but, uh, you know, like Jacques Lemaire is ahead of him. He's like number eight all-time Canes in scoring. But uh, in his jersey. And coached, right? Hmm? Is it the same as the coach? Yeah, he was He was a coach as well. But uh, I don't know. I just I think they should uh, retire his jerseys. Some people think the Canadians retire too many jerseys, but there's 100 numbers. They can retire 20 jerseys. Who cares? Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. All right. Gas pedal. You ready? Ready. We're going to finish the show off strong. Ready? I love the gas pedal. All right. First one, Jay Cutler is going to be benched against Detroit. He currently is the highest paid NFL player has he played his last game for the Bears? Yes. And I just pray to God he doesn't go to the Bills. That would be so amazing. <laughs> it's so amazing. <laughs> Canada is close to legalizing single-game sports gambling. Are you excited about that? Yeah. I, is it a good thing? Yes. All right. 
San Diego Padres are currently loading up on offense to go with their great pitching staff. Will Myers and Matt Kemp currently could be members of the Padres. I think Wire, I think the Myers trade is done. The Kemp trade is pending. There's is, something happened with that trade today. Did oh it no, it's through? going. It's going now. It's going right now. Yeah. All right. So losing Will Myers and losing their coach is this the beginning of the end of Tampa Bay baseball? No. No. The World Junior Hockey Championship starts next week. Who's going to win, Frank? You love it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I will not be watching a goddamn second. Sadly, the Hamilton Tiger Cats lost their second straight oh, Grey Cup. Are they the CFL's Buffalo Bills? No. Not quite yet? <laughs> Too few teams to be <laughs> to reach the same level of heartbreak. And TSN recently announced that curling analyst Linda Moore, a 25-year veteran of the network's curling broadcast team, is retiring from broadcasting. What is your favorite Linda Moore memory? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> that is really good. I, I don't have one. Sean. Oh, right. That was awesome. That's it for episode 12 of the Ball John <laughs> podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. Thanks for downloading us on iTunes. Subscribe to the show. It helps us out a lot. Don't forget about our Twitter accounts, Ball Junk Podcast, at Dirty Frank. Three R's and Dirty at the Gas Man Lives. Send us emails, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you for episode Lucky 13 after the Super Bowl. We're out. Balls. Our club.